You are listening to the Unleash to Receive and Change Life podcast with Pachi McLeod, episode number four. Woohoo! Welcome to the Unleash to Receive podcast, where we are talking about the spiritual, the psychological, and the practical steps for you to unleash your calling and get paid for helping people to change their lives. Join me on today's episode and listen at the end because I have a way to support you in taking your calling and your business to the next level now. Hello, my loves. I am so excited to be with you for this episode. And today we're talking about moving your belief and and actually just aligning with the truth of what is always happening in regards to our calling, in regards to our purpose, in regards to what we're here to do, in regards to your goals, in regards to your future self. So one of the biggest pieces that I have found since I became an entrepreneur four years ago is that your business is always going to stand against your identity. So what I mean by that is that our businesses are really our babies. I feel that a lot of the time I find my clients and I at times have found myself treating my business like if my business is my dad or is my mom or like my business is my husband like I'm looking for the business to provide right away I'm looking for the business to make me look successful I'm looking for the business to deliver results right and when I come to the business and I see this with my clients it never works Never, ever, because your business is your platform for you to live out your calling. So here is why this is so important, especially at times right now we're going through this pandemic where people have been home for um, a couple of months. The economy is beginning to pick back up. Uh, People are beginning to go back out of their houses. And so there is unemployment and there's just different variables that are playing out around us. And I have had people ask me, well, what if I can get clients right now? And obviously, as soon as one of my students or my clients says that they can get clients, I am like going right up against that belief. The reason being, I used to um, love, or I still do, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, my dad was telling me that one of the things that Dr. Miles Monroe says about time of crisis is that in a time of crisis, you always need doctors. You always need um a, a, like the health healthcare providers, people to provide food, and you always need entrepreneurs. And I was laughing and I was like, dad, what did he say? Like, tell me more about it. And, and I love this concept because I so agree with it. Part of what Dr. Miles Monroe, which he died a few years ago, what he said is that since entrepreneurship is really someone saying i'm going to solve this problem or i can solve this problem in times of crisis everyone has the opportunity to look around and choose what problem they're going to solve 
So when you're coming to your business, this is the reason why we know that there are a hundred clients or more at any given time for you and your business. And I'm saying a hundred so that we don't blow each other's minds. You could say a thousand if you want. I love to play with the thousand number. But that this, what we're saying is there are people who have these needs who could identify with my story, with my approach, and who would want my help right now. And obviously, we're talking about this from a perspective of that you have an offer that is a solution to other people and that it's so amazing and you are so behind that offer and so excited because you know that that offer can change people's lives that you are showing up anywhere you go and you're like here I am I'm here to serve I'm here to help people I'm here to help people change their lives and so when you have someone that sees here's how I see my offers I see my offers as weapons because for me, a lot of the time, my ideal client or the person I am called to work with, I see it as someone who was struggling with something that I have struggled with in my past. And that the way that I see it is that, let's say, just for lack of a better um, example, but let's say that that person is in a hole, right? Like down in a hole where I used to be and it's like God said well Pachi I got you out of that hole now I want you to go and get them all out of there because <laughs> I show you how to do it and so when I see my offers from that place listen the level of confidence and excitement that I have whenever I am in front of someone and telling them about how we can work together and how I can like literally support them I'm coming from that place of a heart of service. When I do that, I am, and I know that you are too, when you tap into that, you are freaking unstoppable. So when you begin to think about, I have this solution, whatever it is that you do, most of my followers and the people that I have in my audience are coaches, service-based entrepreneurs, or somehow, even if they're selling products, they have this heart for transformation, this heart for helping other people to go to their next level, to live better lives, right? Like this is a big deal to us to contribute. When you think about it from that perspective and you look at the situation that we're in, there are so many people who need our help and so many people who are also ready to have our help. The fear comes in whenever we start focusing on us. So whenever I focus on others, I am powerful I am empowered I feel unleashed which for me unleashed is that you are both the inside of you like your mindset your identity your your spirit and your soul are like balls to the walls going and your outside your actions are corresponding to what that thing it's happening inside so to me, that's how I see it. I want to always be an unleashed woman. And I see my future self, the person that I am becoming. When I look at in the next three years, by the time I'm 40 years old, I have a current goal. And a lot of my goal is around the identity that I decide to step into by that time. And so whenever I'm thinking about it and I'm looking at clients, I, I can see how the moment someone 
gets out of their own way and stops believing all of the junky thoughts that are always going to keep coming, right away they step into a version of themselves that is ready to serve and it's ready to help. And because of that, it's easy for them to connect with those that need their support and then they get the clients. So I am having clients right now celebrating that they are getting clients like if nothing was going on. And that is happening because they're deeply tapping into how do I support more people? So that being said, here's the other thing. If you find yourself at a time where... Um, you're like, but Pachi, I used to be able to get more clients and right now there's not a lot of clients around for me. Well, here is one of the things that I want you to think about. And this is more on the practical side as much as it's spiritual. I feel that like sometimes we just want to think that God is just all spirit, but God is really practical. Like the laws that exist, like the law of gravity was set by him, right? So God cares about practicality on, on things. But so here's what I, what I mean with that is that if I am not currently getting a lot of clients, then here's what I know. I know that when I was getting clients before, I had those clients because I was focusing on building relationships. And as I built new relationships, I came in touch with more and more people who needed my help and who said yes to going to the next level with me. I was able to help them and move forward. And because of that, then we were able to go to wherever they needed to go. To the degree that I'm having a hard time or that for some reason I feel and I see, well, my clients are not coming in right now. What's going on? Whenever I'm in a situation like that, then I always know it goes back to math. It goes back to how am I adding value and how am I building new relationships so that I can be in touch with the new people that I'm supposed to help. Whenever I, whenever like I go or you go into this place of survival, into this place of that there's not enough, into this place of fear, into this place of like a lot of um, uncertainty and things having to be focused on us, we lose a lot of our power because we give up our power by focusing on stuff that we cannot control. What you can always control is how you react, how you think, and how you feel. Like you can control you. Does that make sense? And so the thoughts that you're choosing to have. And I, the, somebody was asking me, what if you don't get any clients? Like what's, what if nobody signs up with you in the middle of the pandemic or something like that? Well, the way that I see it is, well, one, I'm going to do everything that I need to do because for me, the having clients means that I'm helping people. So you better believe that I am going to be reaching out, that I am going to be um, adding value, that I am going to be supporting, that I am going to be showing up. Like it doesn't even matter. Like it, my people still need my help 
with creating their courses, with stepping into their, their calling, with working on their mindset, with having their beliefs, with healing. And, and a lot of you who know me know that for me, whenever I'm working with you in your business, I'm not just only working on how many clients are you going to serve. Like I am looking at like tapping into your soul and your spirit so that you can be transformed. Because as you go into a new level and your next level, then your business aligns right away. That's why I say that your business is always standing against your identity. Your identity is what you believe about you at any given time. Like my identity is not that I am Julian's mom or Nanette's mom. My identity is something that cannot ever change. It doesn't change. Like even thank God that God protects my kids. But like even if my if if if, I, if my family wasn't around, even if I, like it doesn't matter where I was, what I think of me and the way that I perceive myself, the way that I see myself, the, what I believe about myself, and and who God made me, it's who I truly am. And so in my case, what I know, one thing that I know for sure is that I am a child of God. And as a child of God, the way that I see it is if you're part of royalty, as it happens with people around the world, if you're part of royalty, you're representing um, your family, right? Like wherever you go and you're serving, you're not, it's not just self-serving. Sorry, guys, I'm in Savannah and they have a base, a military base really close. I don't know if you can hear the helicopter. It's really loud. But so in, in that case, as I am working on these pieces, as I am believing, as I am stepping into stuff, because this is my identity, because I am a child of the Most High God, I understand that in this season where a lot of other people might be in fear and in anxiety and in other stuff, even when I am in, in any kind of fear, I have to step back into who I am. I have to step back into the fact that I am a child of God. I have to step back into the fact that, the fact that I'm always provided for. I have to step back into the fact that I am here to help other people and to be a light and to use everything that I've been given to support others in their journey. I have, I have chosen to, to accept that about my calling. And so because of that, no matter what situation we're in, I can always step back into it. And here's what I, I, I know that some of you are going to be like, what? But I know that your spirit is going to agree with me on this. I am a child of God and I get to succeed and move forward even if my whole business crumbles down and I have to build it back up, even if I was to lose all of my clients and I have to go and meet new clients, even if, this, if the economy, whatever happens and there was no money and the exchange was that people were giving chickens for coaching, it doesn't matter. I am not saying that as a way to sound like so high and mighty. I am talking to you about the truth. And here's the reason why I'm sharing this. I was looking at myself as I'm coming out of um, my maternity leave and the time that I was focusing on Nanette. I had decided that I wanted, and this was really what I wanted. I wanted to be able to do the business and have Nana. 
and and to just do life and 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 go at it and all of this stuff well then when nana was born um it was an adjustment <laughs> i i thought that with julian it was just one baby right but now i had julian that was six months six years old and then having nana it was an adjustment um during the pregnancy i experienced um a level of depression. I am not normally a depressed person. I don't get depressed. Like that that's not something that's like on my family history or that even that I have dealt with much, but it was it was intense early in the pregnancy. And so I remember there like I I'm I'm going to be like flat out honest with you. Um there were days that I was writing down my goals. Those of you who know me know that I write my goals, like the goals that I'm working on for the for the for these 90 days moving me towards my three-year goal I write them down every day on my journal or as much as possible it's either on my journal or on my phone and I write them as a way to get my mind to stay focused but during this time of depression um that I just I was I'm telling you like I would wake up like whenever I knew that Julie was coming because I didn't want him to see me down and as I am and one of the reasons why I that happened I know that it was several things but one of the reasons why it happened one I was being challenged to grow I could feel with the pregnancy I don't even know how to explain it. it was like the the next level was shown to me and I saw that I wasn't in alignment and I just I, it was like all of this shifting that was happening inside. I had been following and like having some people that I that I was following as leaders that were all about the money. And like there were other different stuff, just different things where I was out of alignment. And it was like my soul was like, I'm done with this. I'm shutting this down kind of thing. And, and part of it, as I was working through my stuff... Um, I didn't feel a lot of strength and topple that with the fact that I was having severe morning sickness. So it was like I would take Julian to school. I would come home, lay down in a dark room because it felt like if I had vertigo. Like I'm talking like I couldn't even watch Netflix. (laughs) Like I couldn't even just like bench on something. It was like I was out. And in that process where I am like, I, I feel that another part that I was adding to feeling depressed is that I feel like I didn't know this was going to happen. So I didn't set up the business to withstand this time that I'm going through. But I like the computer. I, I don't know how to explain it, guys. Like I, I know that now I am more capable, even though I'm a psychologist and a counselor. As, uh, it's my background like in teaching. But I know that now I am more capable of understanding people that go through depression and people that go through times when you're like, I don't know what's going on. I'm having to coach myself through this stuff. That was me. And so one of the things that I had to do, it was like literally, I started setting the goal of just getting up and going for a walk. That was all I could do because I knew that whenever I go for walks, like I feel that God talks to me a lot when I'm moving. And I would go for the walk and I would... Just that, and it was like a 30 minute walk. That was what I had energy for. Then I was there, I would set the goal of like, 
I'm going to have energy for when Jules comes home so that I didn't, we, in, in Noonan, the town where our house is and where we were living at the time, they, we don't have a lot of friends and we don't have a lot of people. I was there because I was working for Goodwill, but now that I wasn't working for Goodwill, then like the, the amount of people that I knew and the stuff, like it just had gone down. And so I was experiencing a lot of physical loneliness. And so, and, and, the funny thing is that Julian was having a lot of friends, but I wasn't, and Ricky was at work. So Ricky and Julian sometimes were the only people that I saw for like days at a time, other than when I would go for the walk around the mall or I would do something like that. And since I am an extrovert, I really need at least 60% of my time with other people. Well, the thing is, to make the story short, I was having to coach myself out of it day by day. And so what I would tell myself was like, Pachi, if you didn't take the drama, how would you take care of you? But you would still move forward. And so that's how I started moving forward. And I remember that I was like, well, what I can handle right now, it's I can handle five clients. And I got super excited about signing up five clients 101 And that was my focus and all of that stuff. And in one week, I signed up each one of them. And and then I was like, huh, that was awesome. And then I was like, well, but I haven't been doing a lot of stuff online. So my engagement and my stuff had dropped down. So what do I do about that? Then I was like, well, then what is it that I actually want to do? I didn't want, I realized some things in the business that were out of alignment And so I was like, what needs to be clear? What needs to be fixed? What needs to do whatever? And so I started using the time for what I needed the time to be. But as I am building my business, as I am uh, like going into it and doing the stuff and getting excited and coaching people and I was working with those clients and I launched a group program and like doing this stuff. One of the things that I can tell you was that I became really, it became really clear to me why my identity could not be based in the success of my business because my business can do whatever the business does based on what I do for the business and the business actually depends on me does that make sense so there's part of your business that depends on God like God bringing the people and stuff like that but the businesses until they take certain level the businesses are actually needing us to be strong to infuse the business with that identity. Does that make sense? So I know that, like, for example, when I follow Marie Forleo or, or some of the people that are already like at an influencer level where um, they could go without working for long periods of time because they launch once a year, for example. And their shows, like I know that Marie records her shows um, for six months at a time, she recall, she records all of the shows and then they're edited out. So like you could literally not see Marie for six months and still see her in your email or your inbox every week. So, but until your business gets to a certain level, kind of like with Julian versus Nanette, it's like that level of independence that the business needs. I am going through that right now with the baby. Like we were playing today and Nanette needs a lot of support because she can't move if she's uncomfortable she has to cry to let me know if she is hungry she has to cry to let me know right like but now with julian is the opposite it's like jules you don't need to eat six mandarins like yesterday you don't need to eat six mandarins for snack 
before we do lunch or before we do dinner, right? Like, because he has come to a level of independence that he can defend and fend for himself. If your business is not there, I don't want you to get discouraged. What I want you to realize is you have to go out and stop focusing on you and stop focusing on your fears and all of that stuff and realize you get to have fear, you get to be um, unsure, you get to have all of this stuff and still you get to focus on the people. To the level that you focus on the people, to the level that you're able to be effective. That's something that I saw whenever I started taking my business to, it, to, the, to the six figures. It was that, oh my gosh, the only difference between me doing six figures and before I was doing six figures, it was that the me doing, that wasn't doing six figures was highly focused on myself, my fears, coaching myself the whole day, thinking that everything had to do with how I was feeling and everything like that. And then it kind of shifted. And I started seeing, well, whenever I am, I love this concept. I heard, I think it was Brooke that I heard talking about it. And I was like, this is totally what happened to me, even though I wouldn't have used those words. But she was saying like, with the baby, if you if you're sick, if you're tired, if you're crying, if you went to a counselor, if you did whatever, like you would still show up to the, for the baby no matter what, right? Because like I would show up for Nanette no matter what. And the same thing is true for the business. So whenever I started kind of like separating the business a little bit and realizing as I take care of me, the business is able to rely on me for a certain time. And at some point the business becomes more independent. But here's the other thing. The other thing is, is that I get to have my fears and I get to be a human being as I am building the business because that means that I'm taking care of people and my people and putting out my calling and I am also living my life. So in this um, process or through this season, regardless of if the pandemic has triggered you or if it hasn't or if it has triggered your clients or if it has not, what I want you to think about is, how can I stand on my true identity, on the fact that I am a child of the Most High God, on the fact that I'm here to change lives, I'm here to do things, and it doesn't, like, nothing that is happening around me in that sense really matters, because even if what people have to do, like, I'm, I'm saying that in, in a funny way, but, like, even if the, if the business in and of itself didn't exist this is exactly what I would be doing anyways that gives me so much peace I want you to try that thought for you or that belief for you but when I see it that way it actually gives me more power to show up it gives me more power to do the things that I want to do I've been reaching out to people, connecting with people. Some people have been reaching out to me based on the content that I'm putting out. I've been helping clients. We've been working and rebooting like the, the group program. Like life is like kind of like the summer. It's like things are beginning to, to look more beautiful, to look more green, to look more stuff. And through all of that process, what I see is that the people that needed what I have to offer still need it now and still this is top priority for them. So when I focus on that and that I'm here to be of service, I get to live life. I get to have Julian and Annette. Thank God that we are my parents in Savannah. So like we're getting some help with that. But like I get to do all of the things 
and still I get to show up for what I'm here to do. And in your case, my question for you would be, are you in alignment with your calling right now to the point that if you didn't get a client in the next two months, you would still show up to share with power, with the same intensity, to share, to give, to do the things that you're here to do because you know that that is your calling and that you would be provided for no matter what, regardless of what could be happening and if the business is taking a hit. So obviously, it's not that you don't get to make money. It's not that you don't get to get clients. Like I have been posting about how even my own clients are getting clients, are signing up people and they're reaching out to me and telling me and doing this stuff. But this is a time to add value. This is a time to go bigger. This is a time to believe higher and to know that our people are always available to, be, to work with us. And here's the thing. Here's the truth about value. There is a point when you, I like to call it the value scale. It's like at some point, the value scale tips over that people can't do but pay. That people can do nothing but to hire you. So all you have to be doing right now, it's building new relationships. And as you're building and building relationships, you also get to add value. Because guess what? Regardless of if the person hires you right now or if they hire you in two months when they get some of their finances sorted out, you get to leave out the calling and to help the people that you were assigned to help if you choose to say yes to that calling and to stand out and to step out and to do the things that you were here to do. So I'm going to close with that. Would you still show up regardless of? And then here's the best part. Are you choosing to still go for the clients, believing that you are getting clients this week or that you are getting clients next week and every week that you want clients because you're ready to help them? So it's having that, it's being able, to me, that's what faith is, being able to live in the duality of like, if it doesn't happen, I know that I will survive, but I'm still going to show up to make it happen and to let it happen. Does that make sense? And it all happens when you are in congruency and you are taking the corresponding action rather than allowing your inner child, your fear, the more insecure part of you to run the business. When you step and you run the business from that place of heart of service and heart for impact, and you know that right now there are people who need what you have to offer no matter what, then everything begins to change because you begin to realize that no matter what's going on around the world, since this is what you're here to do, this is what you're here to be, this that you have to offer, it's necessary for the people that you're here to support. So go out build relationships, add a lot of value, and allow yourself to work with the people. Stop telling yourself stories that people are not ready, that people are not paying. Show up believing, connect with the people, and offer them to work with them and see them say yes. See them step up to the challenge of stepping out and making money because you're here to change lives. Love you guys. Hey, so are you ready to take your calling and your message to the next level with your group program? Then I want you to join me 
in one of the two ways that I'm currently supporting clients. I'm actually currently taking one-on-one clients after some months of not offering um, that kind of support. My six-month one-on-one Unleashed is the place to be if you are ready for us to work in who you are as much as in your group program for you to be able to reach the next hundred, a thousand, and however many you are here to reach. In this program, I take you through the entire process holding your hand of how do we create your program, how do we launch your program, fill your program, and deliver it on repeat. So hop over to the website, pachimacloud.com, and look under my 101 program. If you are ready to join us inside of the Slay Your Group Coaching Academy, then I would also love to have you there. Those are the two ways that I can support you. You can find both of them. You can either go using the link in the show notes, or you can just go yourself, patchymacleod.com. Let's schedule a call. You get to talk to me and tell me all the things, and we get to see if I am the person who's called to help you unleash that calling and get paid for helping people to change their lives right now. I love you and I'll see you or talk to you on the next episode.